you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Rant, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Jason, inside the Jets locker room right now, how long does it take to have injury hangover? Or is it like next meeting, next game, next team, Zach Wilson's our guy? Like, what? Take us inside. It's the moment. So... Next day, you move on, you're, you're going there. But then at some point, Aaron Rodgers walks in and he's in a trainer. Oh. So you just had a meeting, you feel good, you walk in, you're like, ah. It's a memory of what it's going to be. It's just those ups and downs. It's going to continue to be a roller coaster. So mm. it's, you move on, but you never really get over it. How are your moments going, Kyle, with the emotional it's roller coaster? It's good. Of it? You know, I, I, Dan Patrick yesterday was talking. He coined the phrase, he was he was sports depressed. Mm. You know, yeah. like the, yesterday was a day of sports depression. Mm. That's how you feel that way. Today's like, all right, well, that happened. That was crazy. Peters did this retrospective on how bizarre and really how wrong it is that that was taken from us that early in the yeah. season. And you also get through the preseason. Like, just be healthy in the preseason. Yeah. You get through the preseason, you're like, all right, all right, we're here. Uh, Four snaps. Yeah, and it's like we didn't need the Jets to win the Super Bowl. If yeah. he shows up and Rogers sucks and falls on his that's face, content that's content too. Football. <laughs> that's it. So we didn't even get that. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, we're turning the page, right? Yeah. We got week two coming up. We got the Thursday night football and Amazon Prime tomorrow night. So the football season keeps going. Yes. That uh, was an AFC topic. In the NFC, yeah. teams were busy, looking really good. Time for the block. Forty Niners pulled off a pretty convincing Week One win against the Steelers. It was in Pittsburgh. Some people had that as an upset special, but the Forty Niners said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Brock Purdy threw two touchdown passes, both to Brandon Ayuk. That one where he buzzed it into the corner pocket of the end zone was so stunning. It's a thing of beauty. Afterwards, Brandon Ayuk spoke about what he sees in Brock Purdy. I'm enjoying playing with him. Uh, he gives us confidence every single week. He gives us a bunch of confidence. So much confidence going in every game that not only are we going to win the game, but you have a chance to have a great game as well. So I'm loving playing with him. 
he plays with that swag, with that swag that mm. that just leads all the way down to the rest of the offense, down to the rest of the team, something that everybody can build off. So, like I said, he has it. There was legitimate fear post-UCL injury and surgery that Brock Purdy was not going to look of Brock Purdy from last season, and then that fear was immediately eliminated. On Sunday, everything was working for the 49ers offense. Week one is in the books. Do you guys think the 49ers made a statement not only to the neighboring team in Pennsylvania, the Eagles that day, but the rest of the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, that was a statement win. Mm. I, I mean, I picked the Steelers to win that game. Mm. Not that I'm the almighty, but I think a lot of people did. They thought that terrible towels would be out. You had the Sticks Renegade going, and we had a preseason where the Steelers startled, and the Niners slapped them around. The Steelers are a proud team and a proud franchise and have proud players like Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt on defense, and they were sliced up and down by this punishing and graceful, really, San Francisco offense. We knew the defense was going to show up this season, was Purdy going to be the real deal? Was he going to have to make a big play? when he, There was no need for a big play. He threw perfect passes to Ayuk, got two touchdowns there. And then the McCaffrey run was like a symphony of just team offense. They came out and they made a statement. <laughs> I think the Cowboys made a statement a few hours later. There was two teams that I came away with on this weekend. It was like, oh, oh, okay, that's what we're dealing with. Eagles won. Eagles will never apologize for a win. They were up 16-0. Patriots came back. But, like, if you're Philadelphia, you better believe you've got that 4 o'clock. You're looking at the scoreboard and seeing what those rival 49ers are. And don't get it twisted. Those are the rivals in the NFC this year. It, those are the two alpha teams, and the Cowboys are coming. But when you talk about last year and how it finished, you better believe it's Philadelphia and San Francisco checking on each other all season long and seeing what they're doing. And you, you add in what the Niners did to start the day and then what the Eagles did later in the afternoon. Both teams are off to 1-0 and starts, but I think the 49ers made a message. They sent yeah. the message. Everyone's hot on the Steelers? Shut up. <laughs> Here we I are. think the statement, true was, he's for real. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. I think it's about Brock Purdy. We, we know Christian McCaffrey is really good and Bosa and all. Like, we know all that. Shanahan, like, the question was, does Purdy have it? Does he? Was that a fluke last year? Do they have tape on him? Was he injured? At some point, we got to see if this guy bleeds. Like, they have to lose a game with Brock Purdy before we can talk about anybody else. That's crazy. And that includes the Eagles. That includes the Cowboys. Like, he hasn't lost. He doesn't lose. And it's like, does he actually bleed? Is he capable of a stinker game with two picks and a fumble? You know, we asked, does he bleed? His wide receiver one is saying, yeah, he bleeds swag. Like, that's that's the commentary coming out right now. And, like, listen, Brock Purdy, pretty normal-looking guy. He looks like a Boy Scout. He looks young. He's got the, the dry. I do side party dresses and t-shirts like this isn't Baker Mayfield coming out who is mm. posing with a white tiger shirtless and is a Heisman winner <laughs> like his Brock Purdy seems like it's just a simple guy and his wife is like no he bleeds swag and who is to tell him otherwise yeah. I said it yesterday I'll say it again he reminds me of young Russell Wilson on the Seahawks in the first mm. couple years of his career where from the second his cleat hit the grass he was like he just has it he can just play and so, will he come back down to earth? I'm waiting. It was supposed to be in Pittsburgh, week broke, one. It broke his elbow and he came back anyway. It's yeah. like, we can't really talk about anybody else taking them out until their quarterback falters at least a little. We've seen Jalen Hurts not play great. Didn't play great the other day. Yeah. Brock Purdy has been pretty much lights out in the NFL. It's like, he shows up and is like, I just mastered it. This is simple. Let's win a Super Bowl. Until he bleeds, it's a, a statement every single week. It's awesome. Do you think that stigma, Kyle, has anything to do with the fact that he was the last pick in the draft? Like, do you think if Trey 
Lance was playing this way for the 49ers, and he had waited his turn, but then he produced the way mm. he did last season. Do you think he'd be like, well, of course, he's the number three overall pick. Do you think it has anything to do with just he is so unexpected where he was valued coming out of college? Yeah, probably some, but, like, that was the big story last year and then where he was drafted and where he was right. drafted. Now he showed up week one, he's like, I'm the 49ers franchise quarterback. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I see Young and, and, and Montana back there, and, like, I feel totally comfortable. Yeah. I don't care where I was drafted. I care where I'm going, and I think I'm going to the Super Bowl. Like, he just looks great. I see the 49ers statement. I raise you the statement the Cowboys made yeah, on fair. Sunday night. 40 to nothing. 40 to nothing on the road on Sunday night football. My goodness. And then it made me think, okay, so if those two teams made the statement, what were they doing to finish last year? And it made me think of that playoff game in the NFC. The 49ers take on the Cowboys. Brock Purdy, not a great day, but it was one. It was a very average day. 200-plus yards, a couple of touchdowns. But they won. They won. They won. They beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys had that strange end of that game where it was like, sadly, the Ezekiel Elliott lining up at center for that snap or it never should have been done. Dak threw two picks. Yeah. It was just ugly. It was like the typical end of the Cowboys season. In my mind, you couple it all together, it's the 49ers trump out on the statement from week one because of how they beat the Cowboys last year. Yeah. Cowboys need to show me a few more weeks in a row that they are the Cowboys that beat the Giants 40 to nothing and not the Cowboys that lost to the 49ers in January. No doubt about it. Both teams were impressive. When I think about like a statement when in the AFC, you think about Miami. Going into the season, Tua Tungvalu was hurt and he comes out, has a terrific game. The two teams we're talking about, we're talking about, you just mentioned the Cowboys, the 49ers. Of all us at the table, 49ers in the Super Bowl, Cowboys in the Super Bowl, making a statement like this is what we expected from both of those teams. Mm. Yeah. I agree with you, Kyle. Brock Purdy shows up, was injured, like, wow, this kid is really good. I raise you guys, your 49ers, your Cowboys. The L.A. Rams made a statement. Come on now. Jason. I'm looking at the Rams, and I'm looking at Matthew Stafford. No one's picking the Rams to go to the playoffs. No one's saying, oh, Stafford's still a really good quarterback going into week one. Who knows what him and McVay can come up with. They go down to Seattle. They score, score 23 unanswered points to finish that game Dominate. and win in the division on the road week one. Peter earlier talked about cool plays from this past weekend. About six of them were throws from Matthew <laughs> Stafford, and he was throwing the ball over the middle to Tutu Atwell, to Puka Nakua, yeah. guys that you had no idea who they were going into this season. Statement games, week one. Rams, you surprise a few people. You beat Seattle. Week two, you got the 49ers. Mm. So we're saying that the 49ers make a statement game. The Rams now have a chance to go and say, you know what? We won a Super Bowl a few years ago. We were down last year, but we're back. Where Quarterback is, is healthy. In Head LA. coach is rejuvenated. We're ready to go. McVay, not a lot of success against Kyle Shanahan. How about week two, you show up and you make a real statement. You're talking about the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys. Let's go, Jay. Could the Rams possibly be competing? I think, to me, that was a statement game in the NFC. It was. I like when the schedule starts to unfold. Statement teams start to eliminate each other. Yeah. So, like, early on, these matchups are great because the 49ers going to L.A., knowing how the L.A. Rams played last week. I think there's something interesting to that, to that Niners-Rams thing. The Rams have so many new players, there might not be any scar tissue with that. Like, mm -hmm. for True. years and mm -hmm. years, True. the Rams were just haunted by the 49ers, and they'd lose in the regular season. They finally beat them in an NFC championship game. Mm -hmm. And then last year, they just got wiped out again by them. Yeah. All the, I mean, Puka Nakua has no history with the 49ers. <laughs> I, I assure you that some of these other rookies, I don't even know the names of the Rams players. Like, there were so many unknown he guys. I'm yeah. watching the so game. I, like you. I know all 53. I take pride in it. I'm looking at I, I don't know the players. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, okay, I got to study up on the Rams more because mm -hmm. they have 14 rookies on their week one roster. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
That was crazy. Mm. Insane win they had against the Seattle Seahawks. Really good on the road too. Um, yeah, Ian they Ra- might lose by 30 to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yep. And then we will know. And then we will know. We too, not a liar. You know who never lies? Rap sheet. Uh, NFL Network Insider Ian Rapport. Good morning to you, sir. Beyond Aaron Rodgers, unless you want to talk about him again, what else is the latest around the league? Yeah, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers just a little bit. Still the biggest story in the NFL, and we know that Aaron Rodgers has torn his Achilles. The MRI confirmed that yesterday. As we turn the focus now to the future, really it is all about Zach Wilson, the former number two overall pick, who Robert Sala publicly lauded and really expressed confidence in yesterday. This is Zach's team were the words of Robert Sala, and really now we are going to find out in an extremely, extremely tough welcome back to the field against the the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to find out how much did Zach Wilson improve in the offseason and how much of a help was Aaron Rodgers to him. And this has really been one of Rodgers' pet projects to try to get Zach Wilson back to where he should be theoretically was going to take over for Rodgers after a couple years. Comes much faster, as Peter so eloquently said, after just four plays. So we will see what product Zach Wilson puts on the field this week and whether or not Robert Sala is justified in ridiculing people for saying, why is everyone starting to write our obituary? There is a game on Thursday night, actually a really good game, Vikings-Eagles. A couple injury notes there. First of all, Kenneth Gainwell had 14 carries on Sunday, injured his ribs, has not yet practiced this week. It is a short week, and generally even little injuries can keep a guy out. That is one we will keep watching. If he does not go, that four-headed Eagles running back monster gets to be three-headed, and perhaps we will hone in a little more on who gets the full carries there. And then Fletcher Cox also dealing with a rib injury. He was a limited participation in practice on Tuesday, leading you to think that perhaps he could play on Thursday. All right, Ian, thank you. A lot of good stuff to keep an eye on, not only with the Jets, but also the great Thursday night game we are looking forward to to kick off the season on Prime Video. Time for What's Your Beef, presented by our friends at Old Trapper. There it is. Yeah. My beef in the football world is with preseason and week one injuries. Ew. Go on. Let me talk. Go on. After months and months of summertime hype, there really is nothing worse than a preseason or week one injury like the one Aaron Rodgers suffered on Monday night. Four snaps? Really? Four snaps. No injury is ever good, but there's something particularly chilling about one before a single regular season game is played or completed. He didn't complete a single pass. There's a history of this. In 1998, the Giants were defending NFC East champions, a Super Bowl pick, like a hot team, and on the first play of their preseason game against the Jets, Jason Seahorn, inexplicably returning a kick, tears up his knee. That was their biggest bright star on defense. Wind was knocked out of the team's sails. They'd never be the same. He would never be the same. Five years later, Michael Vick in the preseason, the most entertaining player in the sport, fourth series of a meaningless preseason game against the Ravens. He's scrambling, and Adalius Thomas shatters his leg. He'd miss 13 weeks. He would never be the same the rest of the season. Biggest star in the game, gone preseason. Hmm. About 08. Tom Brady's coming off an undefeated season. We lose him on a season-ending injury on the first week of the season when Bernard Pollard takes his knee out. It's brutal. We've lost Mark Brunel to an injury in the preseason after an AFC Championship game appearance. We lost Kajana Carter in his third-ever NFL preseason carry, and countless other terrible injuries have occurred in meaningless exhibition games. Worse off, sometimes it happens in week one after we even get through the preseason healthy. Week six, if it happens, sure. Week 15, fine. But the preseason, Mm. week one, it's just cruel. My beef, guys... The football gods. Mm. Four snaps? Mm. Come on, man. Mm. Amen, Peter. Yep. Amen. The football gods Reach. are cruel, and they demand sacrifice. It's a That's terrible thing. That's what it is.
I remember after the Panthers Super Bowl run, Steve Smith broke his leg week one. Oh, week one, gone. gone. Yep. It's an amazing, amazing story. It's tough. It's tough. Very On good. To week two now. On to week two. Come on, right. up. man. Up. Up. Troy Vincent, NFL Executive VP of Football Ops, right here in the stewed at the table. Troy Vincent, right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good morning, football! Hey, we're back on Good Morning Football. Second Act Spotlight is a mini-series diving into the lives of NFL legends in their current ventures after football. Every NFL player must transition into their second act. We're witnessing it with Jason McCourty right now. (laughs) And each path taken is unique in its own way. This series highlights five different stories. We're going to take a look at the first installment. Good morning, people. Welcome to my second act spotlight. We're here at my place in New York City. and I'm about to take you behind the scenes on how I prepare for the day. Get up approximately between at 4.35. I always start my morning off with coffee, right from coffee, some scripture. The foundation of my life, the foundation of the day, kind of keeps me even keel. Read my scripture, drink my coffee, and I head over to the beast. So, drafted by the Dolphins, played eight seasons in Philly, three in Buffalo, and I concluded my playing experience in Washington. Fast forward, 
Now I'm the executive vice president of football operations. Before I get on this beast here, this is my constant reminder. Workout, getting my mind ready for the next day. I'm constantly reminded by where we've come from. Hey, this concludes my ride for the morning. I'm gonna go get myself cleaned up and I'll see you in the office. Or actually, i see you in the lab shortly. We're here in New York. Now I'm about to go into the lab. This is where all the work actually gets done. I've always said the game has done more for myself and my family. The game has done more for us than we can ever do for it. So from my playing experience as being a participant, now being a contributor. Loaded day, Thursday night football. Interview today with NBC. Got to return a couple player calls. I got some coaches calls to talk about last week and clarify a few rules and to follow up with the game ops team that's on site tonight for the game. So the last meeting I was in, we were speaking about an event that I'm doing at Cabrini University for their 12th annual domestic violence symposium. Men, we got to end this vicious cycle. Let's get together and do it. So we're now in AMGC. Each one of these are stations on Sunday that actually have a game tech. So when you hear the announcers, the play-by-play -play announcers talk about, New York is reviewing the play. This is a team that gets it done right. Hey, peoples, that's a wrap. That's all I have for you today. But I want to thank you for tuning in to my second act spotlight. I appreciate you. See you soon. That's fantastic. Really? Look at him. There he is. Yeah. Welcome to the breakfast yeah. table, Jordan Vincent. You're here. Just a part of your day. A part of my day, <laughs> and I woke up this morning thinking about shrinking. I would love to see you part of that. <laughs> I would never ask Kyle to come on a podcast. That's Zero. It. That would never cost my Underneath money. the shield, I'll do any <laughs> pods, right? Once we get outside the shield, now I got no time. I want to make sure to give you now your title, NFL Executive Vice President of Football Operations. You were taking player calls, coaches calls. People like to call you because you're the man that knows all the rules and has all the, has all the books mm -hmm. now, but also because you're relatable. You were a longtime defensive back in the 90s and the 2000s. What skills do you take from your time as a player that helps you build those relationships, have those connections with guys that you work with every Day. Patience, mm. a lot of patience, and understanding that everyone's going to see the game a little bit differently. I would say, look, yeah, there's some resiliency that the game, I think, teaches all of us, but you have to be a great communicator. And being, you know, I, I had the opportunity to be on the sidelines for 15 years. So there's that locker room is turning over mm -hmm. constantly. And then there's some constants, and those constants, I would say, those individuals, those veterans, they have non-negotiables, very little compromise. They allow you to keep things in line mm. over time. And those same skills were the same skills that I use today when I'm talking to a coach. Because the first thing I, I have learned real early, if the player doesn't respect you on the other side, because the first question he will ask, well, what does he know? Mm -hmm. Or and sometimes the, the coach may say the same thing, challenging either your football IQ or what do you know about making a tackle mm -hmm. or play? So those things, mm -hmm. same thing exists in the locker room when I played. I love that. Patience, understanding, communication. You can apply that to anything and mm -hmm. be able to overdo it. And you have so many roles, overseeing the boot camp, officiating, flag football. You've made an impact in so many different uh, ventures of the game. What would you say has been your most impactful part of what you've been able to do post-career? Jason, I, I would say the four areas that's really better answer for someone else about the four areas where I've spent the most time mm -hmm. in my tenure. One, the player partnership. I truly believe that the game is the game because of what players and coaches do. So the player partnership, that we're partners with players, 
the Legends community and making sure that we're caring for the players while they're current on while they're currently on the field and off. And then secondly, I, I've spent a ton of time in that health and safety. Mm -hmm. Like really, how do we identify and remove unnecessary risk? That has been the greatest challenge because you have the traditionalists, don't change the game, mm -hmm. to the things that you've learned, where do we need to go? So in those areas of player health and safety, mm -hmm. the player partnership, football inclusion, spend, you know, vast majority of my time, how do we include everybody? Yeah. Mm. That's men, women, the whole nine. And then thirdly, I spent 40% of my time just this particular offseason post-Super Bowl on flag football. Mm -hmm. It is the future of the game, 40% of my time. Just how do we make the game more inclusive, more accessible for not just boys and girls here domestically, mm -hmm. but globally? So you are not only just a player. You were a vocal leader and you were not a typical player. You were a superstar. You see the Walter Payton Man of the Year mm -hmm. emblem on your lapel. You could do anything post-career, yet you went back to the game. You said, this is what I want to pour myself into. How do you talk to the players who might look at this as Park Avenue, that's the establishment, and say, no, no, guys, I've got your best interests in hand and we can work together on this? A lot of times that communication comes through their coach, because many of their coaches I played either with, ah, played sure. against, so they're, they're the, I don't want to say ally, but they're the individual to say, well, who's that guy? What does he know about? And oftentimes, I'll just use an example, Al Harris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Al Harris was my teammate. Many years. In Philly for many years. He's a secondary coach in Dallas. Dallas. Mike Caldwell, my teammate, Damn. the defensive coordinator in uh, Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. So oftentimes, it's the, the coach that I've either played for, Andy, I played for Andy for eight years. <laughs> so Coach Harbaugh, Ron Rivera, mm -hmm. all of those coaches, Sean McDermott, they were all on staff, so they know who exactly who I am. I'm about business, and my philosophy or my stance has not changed. I have my four negotiables. I call them non-negotiables, which mm -hmm. I believe every person should have non-negotiables. It's always been about the game. Mm -hmm. And what am I, if I, you don't mind, I'll just share quickly what are those non-negotiables, yeah. because this is how it's the, the respect. Mm -hmm. My walk with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that's a non-negotiable for me. Secondly, my family, my commitment to my family, non-negotiable. Third, violence against women and young girls, non-negotiable. And my fourth, I don't negotiate with lazy people. Mm. But that was always my position as a player, mm -hmm. and it's always been about the game. How do we make money? Because we're in the business of football, but do right by people. That was my philosophy as a player and educate the player. You inform the player and the coach, he'll make good decisions. And then for the player, lastly, Jason, the young player, he just, he's too green mm. to have a true understanding of the decisions and the choices that he makes at 21 mm -hmm. will affect his life at 30. No doubt about it. And the same thing, the player at 30, the choices and the decisions that we make at 30 mm. will impact our lives at 50. Mm -hmm. Non-negotiable number four, how do you identify the lazy people who you won't negotiate with? You see them when they're coming. Yeah. You, you can, when they talk to you, they got more excuses. Hey, this is the game plan. This is what coaches ask us to do you're sitting here I'm just taking myself back to the locker sure. room you're looking for excuses not to do or not put in the extra work mm -hmm. that not you just say don't have time for you you mm -hmm. need to take that you got to cut it off because you start listening to just as well, I would say noise mm -hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with you're looking for something that's comfortable for you not for what's comfortable not what's best interest 
for the game or team. Mm. It's great. So good to see you. So thank you so much for coming in here. No, thanks for having me. I love you all show. We love you this, too. But this is what makes it special. Mm. People go, what, what's fun about is this? You wake up and people are excited about the game. And you all start our mornings off every morning. I get a good laugh <laughs> every morning Ooh. from the show. We always say. As long as we're not making you cry. Our philosophy here. Football should be fun. Yes. That's our non-negotiable. Yeah. That's, That's our non-negotiable. We have to yes. scream at each other about everything. Yes. Right. And you all make that happen. So thank you. We Troy appreciate that. Come thank back you. anytime, Thanks, all right? Troy, Troy Vincent, awesome. everybody. Uh, and take a look at that series. It was second act spotlight in the series featuring players in their jobs after the job that they took on first. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good morning, football! We have a new friend, though, here on set. Um, he is one of the funniest people, creators, content makers. He made the Forbes top creators list last year. 
please give a warm welcome to comedian Adam Waheed. What's, What's up, Adam? Guys, please, please, guys, come on, yes. come on, come on, relax. Keep, keep going if you have anything else. <laughs> yes. Oh, we guys, will. Please, please. Okay, yeah. It says right here. It says you are a genius. It actually says genius. It says that, right? So you can. No. I did not write the that. Teleprompter. I didn't send that on email to them to put. <laughs> if yeah. you did, what they were. Uh, no, we really do love you. Uh, the videos, the sketches you do. You've even done work with the NFL. So tell us your story. How did you come to be, and how did you come to blow up like you have? Yeah. So actually, people don't know. I used to play football in college. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be way bigger. I, I'll take off my jacket later. You guys will see. But, um, yeah, I used to play um, after I uh, had left SMU, graduated. I was like, man, what am I going to do with my life? And my sister actually had the idea. She's like, oh, you've always been funny. Why don't you uh, move to L.A. and become an actor? And I was like, okay. So yeah. I just moved, never been there before. And I was trying to, like, you know, get auditions and get a manager and, you know, yeah. an agent. And it just wasn't working. And I was doing it for about a year and a half. I was working as an assistant. And um, I saw people making content online, like on Instagram. I was like, let me try this. And uh, I made a couple of videos I had about like 300 followers at the time mm -hmm. and um I posted like a video it took me like four months to make one video it was like a 40 second video I mean I posted it got like 70 views 70. and I was like all right that's it I'm, done. <laughs> that's it, I'm, like, I'm, hooked. I'm moving oh, no. back I'm say 7,000 <laughs> no. yeah no 70 views like seven 70. zero and I was like that's it like let me just move back to New York where I'm from and you know try to get a different job and I had decided that at the beginning of the month and um I was gonna move back at the end of the month and I was like oh well, I'm here I might as well make a couple more videos and the fourth one that I made, posted it in the morning. It got 1,000 views, which was more than my Huge. following, right? But it wasn't anything special. I woke up the next morning, had 400,000 views. Oh, what was the video? Which one? It was a video about uh, girls doing their makeup in the car. Yep. So, like, my girl's, like, doing her makeup while she's driving, and I'm in the passenger seat freaking yeah. out. It's, like, blow-drying her hair, <laughs> uh, changing Great. her clothes, which don't try, by the way. Yes. Uh, um, and it went viral overnight, and, um, you sorry. know, I knew I had something. So, since then, I started making videos every single day. And then eventually it grew and, you know, I was able to um, really make a business out of it as well as, you know, a career. So we appreciated Aaron Rodgers coming to New York because you're from New York this summer because to us he's a content king. Like mm. we just, he get, he says something, he blinks, he looks a certain way and we talk about it for five segments on the show. Uh, Monday night felt like a Jets worst nightmare. First of all, you're from New York, you Jets yeah, I, fan. Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. I, I missed the game, but I heard we won. Did, did I miss? Yeah. Something? <laughs> it's a great you, you did win. Yeah. <laughs> what, did awesome. that happen? Yeah, right. No, yeah. no more content king for Aaron Rodgers. Quickly too, quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to not laugh about it because it's you like, you know, it's a tough thing. But I'll hit you guys with the stat. Okay. Please. Because okay? I'm a stat guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Zach Wilson okay. has more wins than Patrick Mahomes hey. and Joe Burrow combined. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this Those are facts. Those this are the facts. This year, you know? <laughs> September 13th. Very good. Good. Sometimes you, know? you got to rely on I did my numbers. research. <laughs> you came from there. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. That. You mentioned your sister uh, told you, go, go to L.A., become an actor. Your sister married to Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. former NFL player. What's that been like having Emmanuel as a brother-in-law? Uh, it's been cool. So I actually uh, played corner in college. So during like the offseason and stuff for both of us, I got to cover him. You know, like on one-on-ones yeah. just to practice Locking craft. Down. How was that? No, I, I did not stop him once. Like, literally every single one-on-one, -on -one, he beat me. Like, every offseason, my confidence would just drop. Like, literally, I'm not even kidding. Were you every guys at SMU play. together? Were you guys playing no, with teammates? No, 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 no. He's significantly yeah. older? Yeah. yeah, but it did make me much better because then when I go back to, uh, you know, training camp and practice, you know, I'm not covering Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> I'm covering, you know, a couple of my teammates, which is much easier. But um, it's been cool um, to kind of get his guidance and his advice and, you know, He's been doing it for a long time, you know, awesome. 14 years in the league. So um, it's been it's been a blessing. Oh, yeah. 
yes. cool. I, I was perusing your social media and I found a video that you created with the league's maybe one of the top stars uh, this week. Well, have you Obviously. come up with these ideas? You reach out to Tyreek, hey, you want to be in this? I mean, he's probably like, does he immediately want to say yes or how does this work? Uh, the crazy part is I was actually um, in Kansas City for the NFL draft and um, ah. I'm walking in the lobby and someone taps me on my shoulder and uh, I turn around, it's Tyreek Hill. Uh, what? <laughs> and he's like, hey man, I love your videos, we should shoot something. I'm like, still processing, okay. I'm like, oh, it's Tyreek Hill. I'm like, yeah, let's shoot a video. And for, I don't know if you guys know, this guy works out all day. So like, I was like, hey, let me come up with an idea. I'll come by, he's like, I'm gonna be at the gym. I'll get there at like 8 a.m. And he's like, I was like, I'll come up with an idea. Hopefully like by that time, he's like, don't worry, I'll be here all day. I was like, okay. So I hit him up around like 3 p.m. I was like, I got an idea, let's shoot it. He's like, I'm still here at the gym. Oh my gosh. What? We get there, we shoot the idea. He's actually a great actor. Uh, <laughs> he's funny as yeah. talented guy. He's a great actor. No notes, minimal notes for this it's guy. Great. You know, I've worked with way worse. <laughs> uh, just draped in ring lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just had to go, I went to the Target in Kansas City. I bought all their ring lights. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who was trying to buy a ring light that day, I'm sorry, but I bought like eight ring lights. <laughs> and he was so easy to work with. Then after we finished shooting, he just got back to working out. I'm like, what time does this gym close? Oh my god! Like gosh. he's all day. But he he was awesome to work with. And he's really into social media too. I mean, he's got like a really entertaining page as well. Um, and he's really serious about creating content. So he, he's an awesome. Have you guy. had a bunch of guys proactively reach out to you and say, hey, I want to be in a video? And yeah, 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 it's been cool. I've definitely collabed with the, with a bunch of guys. Yeah, um, you have. So yeah, it, it's cool. You know, it's cool. Um, to combine the worlds. Yeah. That's awesome. Adam we Reed. love It's so great. You're just like, let me strap this ring light to your back, Tyreek Hill. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a great idea. You gotta yeah. be able to go. I try to return all those ring lights. No. Um, no, yeah, no. They, no, they that didn't take it. Was, the yeah. skin of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I was like, you should really you give me more them. money. <laughs> tell yeah, tell exactly. people right now, like, where they can follow you and do all the stuff yeah. you got going on. Just go ahead. Yeah, it's just at Adam W on everything. Pretty oh, simple. Great. That's clean. Yeah, nice and easy, you know? It's awesome to meet you. Like, seriously, I feel like you're a new friend. We love meeting New Yorkers and Successful people, Adam. Great job, man. Come back anytime. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna leave. I'll, I'll nice. chill out. Okay, great. Oh, we're back on Good Morning Football, and I've been assigned to talk about this. Social media has run amok, uh, run rampant with dating rumors surrounding Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Reports from the Daily Mail, very reputable source, um, say that Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, the sensation, have been quietly hanging out, nice. and that Taylor saw him when she was in New York City a few weeks ago. Doesn't make any sense. Why would he be here? He's playing with the Chiefs. Whatever. If you remember this summer, he went to the concert. He wanted to Can give take her over a the yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We have Adam Wahid, a man. great comedian. You, this sensation. I, I don't know what she's so yeah. upset about. No Jenny, one does. Very upset Adam about about I, I'm upset. I hope it's not true, because I thought I I still had a chance, <laughs> and I don't know. I think I Jamie know. thinks she has a chance. Yeah. Yeah. To be yeah. my friend. I mean, we're both, I'm, I think we're both Swifties, right? We are. We're both Swifties. I don't know about everyone else here, but. Do you think giving the phone number on the bracelet was a good move to start with for Travis Kelsey? It's, she's got Riz. Mm. Wait, she gave, wait, he gave, he, he gave, gave, yes. Yeah. He tried to oh. give her his number on a friendship bracelet, and apparently she didn't take it. I thought you we were good. That. I, I thought we were I, safe. I hate to say it. it's, it's a good move. It's Thank a good you. move. Yeah. It's a good move. You were at the VMAs last night, so was she. Did you make any attempt? I didn't, because security was there, but um, <laughs> if it wasn't, I would have, um, yeah. but, I mean, how legit is this? Well, uh, it's from the Daily Mail. They've been sued by royals and whatnot okay. in terms of their legitimacy, yes. so. Okay. But we're hoping probably fake. I like this. 
this we're couple. Openly rude. That's we a know, really we, fun you, we couple. We know you do, and I think you do because it makes me just no. I don't like it. <laughs> Jamie, I, I, I promise has nothing to do with you. To. Like, those okay, are two okay, likable if, people. If she did date anybody in the NFL, yes. who, who would you? Great question. Or maybe maybe it's not someone in the NFL. Maybe it's someone on Instagram or TikTok. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Someone who's a former college athlete. She knows nothing about you other than you're really funny. I do. Yeah, and you're funny. No, actually, you. No, you're great. I'm going to go make that bracelet right now. You guys have I'm going to mail it to her. Although, even though if this does transpire or not, the assignment for the job was to come up with the track song. Nobody did except for me. And I think she would just call it all lowercase trophy. Because, like, Mm. what is it about? Mm. Like, is it a trophy relationship? He's one trophy. She's won a bajillion trophies. Trophy, all Mm. lowercases. You got four of us just silent, Jamie. I know. Who do you think she should date? I think she should date. Out of the heat, everybody. Maybe bring out a guitar. Lights go down. Trophy. You guys, we can't keep doing Taylor Swift segments. So that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. You're the best. I love you. So Adam, good. Thank you. Yeah, Adam. Follow him on social. Adam W. Adam W. Great Taylor. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.